0: when small businesses are, are looking to get started or perhaps they're once established, uh, looking to grow market share requires a, a very focused effort. Um, what tactics to use, how to make a small budget stretch, those are some of the factors that uh, small business owners are likely to face at some point. And in today's market, that often means taking a serious look at social media, and that, that can be a real labyrinth to, uh, to the newcomer. And we're going to take a look at that today. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Jim Mitchell. And we're going to do our best to help decipher the code to making social media work for um, a uh, small business. And we're going to do it with not just one successful and experienced uh, business operator, but two. I'm pleased to welcome to the podcast, first of all, Attorney Kerry Lavelle, the, the founding partner of Lavelle Law, and business and communications consultant, Jim Kendall. Guys, thanks so much for being here. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks, Jim, for having us. Yeah, so Jim, let me let me start with you. Social media, that's a broad umbrella these days, as um, is, is you work with small businesses, what, what platforms are you seeing that, that really makes sense for them right now?
1: Well, it depends very much on the business. Obviously, Jim, it's kind of an obvious answer. The issue that concerns me more is finding the right platform that's available. And for that to happen, the business owner really needs to go back a little bit and maybe rethink some of those uh, issues that came up during the startup process, or, or should have. Um, it matters to go back and figure out again what it is you're selling,
0: who and you're you see...
1: selling it to,
0: uh-huh. and for
1: heaven's sakes, why someone will buy it from you. Because from those answers, you can begin to figure out who your best prospects are and then find out where they happen to be on social media. And that's where you want to be.
0: Okay. And is that a hard process? I mean, it's certainly going it to take a little time. But but I think there's enough out there now that someone, if they do their homework and answer those questions, that that they ought to be able to target one or two uh, platforms. You feel that that's a you know a fair situation to put them in?
1: Oh, I, th- I think that's fair, and I and I think that's well stated. The idea is,
0: and if you don't know, you ask.
1: You ask your customers or your prospects. You know, what social media do you like? What do you use? Maybe you call 50 customers and and 30 of them are on LinkedIn or 30 of them use Facebook. That's where you go.
0: And, Carrie, and your firm, Lavelle Law, has done a great job of, of using social media. Did, did you start with and do you maintain, you know, one particular area? Have you, have you mixed different platforms?
2: <clears throat> well, it's uh... – answer your uh, question directly, we use a few, um, but we don't overdo it. Uh, what Jim said is uh, just dead on right. You have to go where your clients and customers are. So right now, our primary platform is LinkedIn for all business-related interactions. We um, are trying to learn and get better at Twitter because because we know the next generation is using Twitter more and more. And uh, we uh, sort of are indifferent on Facebook for business purposes and I'll tell you why. Um, It seems Facebook has become more of a personal platform and while we do have attorneys here in our office that do use uh, Facebook for generating clients and leads, we kind of want to leave that alone to the attorney's discretion to use personally or to the extent they want to get into it for business purposes, they may. But uh, from a company policy standpoint, uh, LinkedIn is number one.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to hear from, from either of you regarding an opinion that you know, some small business owners express about social media campaigns That is, they don't have time. Is it fact or fiction that effective social media utilization is, is time-consuming? And even if it is, is it, is it worth the time? Is it effective?
1: Well, it certainly can be time-consuming, and this, this may be a situation where, you know, if you're a small two- or three-person company, um, you may want to go outside your, your little sphere and hire somebody to teach you how to do social media and, and maybe help you get started because it, it can be time-consuming. Uh, it can be very confusing, Mm-hmm. Uh, as Kerry has done, limiting it down to, in, in the law firm's case, LinkedIn and Twitter, uh, good idea because that's undoubtedly where the customers are, where the clients are.
0: You know, Kerry, you said something I, I want to focus on. You, you talked about the different platforms um, and sort of singled them out. What what I see and hear about now is that, that you know, small businesses are encouraged to kind of find their way and and be careful about what they present. Because on Facebook, as an example, people don't want to see ads necessarily coming at them or or promotions. They get a social group together, and then somebody starts promoting, you know, their business in the middle of that. Tell me about the difference between advertising and and promoting content in social media.
2: Yeah, that's our program is uh, trying to get good, high-quality content out there. Um, we, we do not want to hack into a person's life twice a week and certain uh, uh, blasts and once or twice a month with other blasts with just uh, come call us, come call us. We do want to add a lot of content, and our whole program is about adding value to our, uh, our followers and in the podcast case, our listeners, and trying to give them something of value so when they have a legal issue, they think of us first, or they think I just I just saw an article on that, and it came from Lavelle Law. So the that combined with some just good old fashioned branding of getting our name and our logo out there in a good positive way has great value for us. Um, we have not found that uh, type of call to action advertising and marketing uh, through LinkedIn is. Being uh, really a big thing, we'd rather just sort of layer up content uh, for our followers. I'm, I'm
0: enjoying very much the conversation today on Chicago's Legal Latte. Joining us for the first time is business consultant Jim Kendall of Kendall Communications. Jim has a, a long history as a successful entrepreneur, a consultant, educator and even a media host known for his uh, financial program on WDCB Radio, his weekly business column in the Daily Herald, and and now his podcast as well. Kerry Lavelle has been practicing law for the better part of three decades and uh, has entered the media world when he authored his first book, the Business guide to Law, creating and operating a successful law firm, which you can find on the American Bar Association website. so we we're, we're uh, talking and learning from uh, a couple of very skilled individuals today. And Jim, let's let's circle back to what something Carrie just said when, when you look about at using social media platforms, is there a balance to be struck between just general branding and then actual call to market or a call to action marketing?
1: Well, yes and no. Uh, I I like the way uh, the the law firm, I like the way Kerry does it. It, It's content. People don't like to be interrupted, and and that's how social media users view it. They don't like to be interrupted by advertising messages. Um, Tell them something they don't know. Tell them something that's useful, something that can make their daily lives better, better. Content really matters, so it, it, it's Kerry and his firm do, so that when somebody needs a lawyer, or to move that a little bit, when somebody needs a landscaper or a dentist or whatever, ah, I remember that article from the law firm, or I remember that video from from the landscaper. Uh, it's content that that is key. The branding will come with it.
0: And, and then I guess here's the here's the big one then to follow up because you guys have provided great advice so far. But once you get started, is there a way to know if social media is is working for you?
2: I'll take that a little bit. Uh, it ties in what you said earlier about um, you know how how much you should be doing it and how to stay on top of it. Well, yes, there are analytics that can be pulled off the Internet. Uh, Much of our advertising, at least, or, uh, again, content, I mean, on on LinkedIn, is to drive traffic to our website for further follow-up information on a topic that interests you on our posts. So then from that, we are able to call uh, up analytics to see where the – where the hits are coming from, and where they're following up. And also, just good old-fashioned, when the phone rings, we have our uh, staff who answers the phone trained, asking a certain amount of questions like, how would you hear about us? And they will tell. There's nothing shy about new people calling in to say, I saw your post on Twitter or I saw your website and it came from uh, Facebook or LinkedIn. And that's just all good stuff. And we ask that question and we track it because we want to know those answers.
0: And, Jim, um, I read one of your articles recently about um, getting businesses back to using video or, or introducing them to, the, to video for the first time. Does that fall into the social media effort the way it's being used today?
1: Well, it falls into social media. It falls into whatever is on your website. It's a website, and, and video matters particularly because younger people, Uh, The the millennials, if you will, I I hate that name, but that's that's the market. They want video. They want Mm -hmm. to look at and hear things. Uh, That makes video important.
2: Jim, I think you're right. You know, um, the 20-somethings now, uh, they get their news off news feeds, and they're not – they are not necessarily reading these news feeds. They're watching right. it in bits and pieces on video. And I think uh, marketing and branding and content driven information has to follow that same program. We've introduced a video piece now on our uh, LinkedIn information and our websites, and uh, we like the way it's going.
0: Good. We're, we're closing in on the end of our conversation here today, but a couple more things I want to get in. And I, I want to maybe paraphrase a little bit, Jim, what you said and tell me if I'm on the right path here, because you talked about different types of businesses, and some businesses are, are transactional, a restaurant who needs to fill every table or a, a some other retailer that's selling goods. And then there's professional service categories uh, like attorneys and, and accountants. So what I'm hearing, I think, is that you think those, the professional services category can certainly benefit from social media.
1: They certainly can, and in that sense, they they need to remember they're selling something, too. It may not be a box that somebody takes away with them. It's a service, but they're selling. they don't sell, uh, pretty soon that business goes away. And
0: and on that side, Kerry, before you answer, I just want to ask you, because it falls into your category, so complete your answer, but then tail end, tell me, as, as a professional services firm, did you have any particular regulatory things you had to be aware of before you started down this path?
2: Oh, well, there are certain laws that uh, that you have to follow. And in lawyers, we have our own um, brokers have their own. Um, but where I was going with that previous question with the, what Jim just said is, yeah, this is, this is great for professional services. Um, you know, Uh, How many guys are out there who can manage your money or sell insurance, sell accounting services, or, or how many divorce lawyers are out there? This is an opportunity to differentiate yourself from the pack, and you can do that by giving the right content, giving the right kind of approach in your posts. And um, you do have a regulatory concerns, but it's no different than your regular sort of marketing issues, and you have to be careful, but you do it right. And that's all we encourage people to do is to do it right and differentiate yourself with content.
1: Well
0: said. before I let you go, um, you've ventured into this in the past, and, and since we've had you on, I wanted to give you a quick chance to talk a little bit about your new podcast series.
1: We do one, uh, frankly, whenever I get around to it, and, and just posted one um, today, but it's an attempt on our part to share information that maybe comes not necessarily from me, because uh, what I do is ask questions and, and get answers, but it comes from from what to me are outside experts. Uh, Kerry has been a source. Um, you have pointed me toward people it, a business owner's pod talk is what we call it, but it's another device that puts our name out but gets content to the audience.
0: Well, my thanks to uh, both Carrie Lavelle and uh, Jim Kendall of Kendall Communications for being here today. Uh, be sure to look for Jim's weekly article in the Daily Herald, and, uh, of course, uh, always find more information about Lavelle Law at LavelleLaw.com a lot of information there and we hope a lot of information here as we bring you a podcast each week we hope you'll join us thank you for joining us for this edition of chicago's legal latte if you have any questions or topics for a future episode please call Lavelle Law limited at 847-705-7555 or email us at podcast at com.